Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. I believe this episode is uploading on January 1st. That's the goal, at least. And it is a new year. It is a fresh start. It is the beginning of something beautiful and something amazing. And I'm very excited and I'm very hopeful. I feel that this past year has just been like messy in my brain. And you guys have listened to that. You kind of watched me go through everything this year from the beginning of the year being me on top of the world, which tends to be how every year turns out. This year I'm determined to change that. But you watch me go from that to just being like super happy and in love and still obviously super happy and in love, but you've watched me go through a lot of mental struggles. And I kind of was feeling bummed about this year and how it went and how I didn't really thrive in the career, in my career the way that I wanted to or in my physical health or stick to most of my New Year's resolutions. And I was kind of just looking at that and realizing, damn, like this year I didn't do it. I didn't do what I wanted to do. I didn't become who I wanted to be. But I kind of started allowing myself to read between the paper and the pen, like on paper. Yeah, maybe I didn't achieve every single thing that I wanted to. But what was hiding underneath that is everything that did come from this year. And I posted a little TikTok kind of talking about this. And it's always so hard for me to remember what I've posted where, like, did I share it on my Instagram? Did I share it in the podcast? Did I post it on TikTok? But one of my New Year's resolutions is to just be and like not to think, oh, did I do this? Did I do that? Like, what are people going to think if I say it 10 million times? Anyways, getting ahead of myself per usual. It is okay if your year didn't feel the way that you wanted to because you, whether you realize it or not, did so much growing and so much evolving and you were taught so many lessons that you might not even be aware of yet and you are on this path for a reason and I know that it is so easy to compare where you're at in your life to other people your age and most of the demographic that listens to this is around my age. We're end of our teenage years, beginning of our 20s, even if it's the end of our 20s. Like just this decade of our life is very different for everyone. There are people who are landing milestone after milestone and they're just doing it so quick and you feel like you can't keep up with the world but realistically we're not supposed to keep up with everyone else okay you cannot compare someone else's chapter 10 to your place right now because you might not have even opened your book yet and I want you to have goals and I want you to have ambitions but I want you to also understand if you are someone who believes in God or Jesus whatever it may be God does have a plan for you and if it's not that for you whatever higher power you may believe in the universe I'm not here to force anything onto you okay but God has a plan for you and he has it in place, and he is not going to make it easy to get there, and he does that on purpose, and he is teaching you lessons and planting seeds in you, and you might not be able to see them on the surface. So once I switched my mindset to seeing my year and viewing it like that, I realized that I learned some of the most valuable things, and I created some of the most amazing memories, and I crushed goals I didn't realize I had on paper. I fell in love for the first time. I learned that I get to be loved and I can be loved and I learned that I can give love and I can love someone fully and I learned that my parents are humans and my parents struggle in the same way that I do and I learned once again and these are all lessons I've probably shared with you because as I've learned them I've tried to reflect on them and spread them but this is just an overall year recap new year's resolutions we're going into the new year with a fresh start but 
I also learned that growing up is really hard. I learned that I miss my best friend every single day and it's inevitable that she moved away and maybe one day we'll be neighbors again. But for now, we're not together and it sucks and it sucks bad, but I'm learning that it's just a part of life and we learn something from it and we take something away from it and maybe less time with my best friend is more time for me to discover myself and know that that is not ideal and it sucks sometimes, but... It is good for my heart and for my soul. And I learned that I love to travel and I love to meet new people. And I learned that I am very protective of my space and my solitude. And I learned that when you allow someone else into your life, it changes the course of your life in the best way. And I've just learned a lot of things. And this is less of the things I learned in 2023 and more of the things I want to carry into 2024. I want to make this episode all of my New Year's resolutions. I have 24 main New Year's resolutions that I would love for you to implement into your year as well because I think that they could benefit all of us. And I did 24 because it's 2024, duh. And then I have a bunch of little small ones that I may or may not share with you, but those are just more personal ones. And the big 24 are the ones that all of us could apply to our lives. And You might not be a New Year's resolution person. I know a lot of people hate on New Year's resolutions because they're like, why do you have to start now? Like you could have started months ago or you could start in the middle of the year. I agree and I get that. But I am also someone who kind of needs this push. I need this date. I need something to start me over. That's just the way that my brain works. And yes, I'm working on changing that. But for right now, I love New Year's resolutions and I love viewing the year as a fresh start and a way to welcome in new memories, new love, new light, and to just let go of everything that I don't want to carry with me into 2024 because it is time for me to let go of a lot of things and I'm extremely aware of it. So I want to read you, I don't know if you guys have seen the trending thing on TikTok, the 2024 ins and outs, but before I get into my resolutions, I'm going to read to you everything that is out for 2024 and by that I mean I do not want to carry this with me into a new year I want to let it go and to recognize it is not something that I need it is not something that is bringing any benefit to me okay and that list is it's kind of long listen up and I want you to write it all down too if you would like to do the same comparing scrolling judging self-hate because my therapist tells me Even though I don't recognize it, I talk horribly about myself and to myself. And even though I constantly say to treat yourself with compassion, it is one piece of advice that I never listen to, even when I remind other people to do it. So that's a really big one. Sitting. I want to move around. I want to walk, okay? Drinking. I'm not completely cutting it off, but I am for sure doing it less, which I already believe I have been waiting like waiting for things to happen waiting for people to understand me like if i want it go get it if you want someone to understand you explain it to them asking i'm not just gonna sit here and ask for people to care about me or to listen to me i'm gonna keep people in my life that want to do that around you know shouldn't have to ask for things over and over and over again one time that's okay but you get the point avoidance I'm not going to avoid the things I fear. I'm not going to avoid the things I need to get done. I'm going to do things and I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm not avoiding nothing. Okay. I'm not avoiding confrontation, hard conversations. I'm taking a step forward and I'm just biting the bullet. You know, I'm done oversleeping. I'm done buying. 
I'm done em- emphasis on buying because I am reading The Eight Rules of Love by Jay Shetty right now. And he talks about how solitude helps us separate like things we actually need for ourselves versus like things that the media can or portrays to us and makes us want to buy. So I'm done buying stupid crap. It's been a goal of mine for so long. And I have bought in so much stupid crap that I am done with it. And that's not to say I'm going to be a completely 100% clean environmentalist who doesn't buy anything. That's wrong. That's not what I'm going to be able to do. But I'm going to take a small step towards a bigger change. And I'm going to buy less junk. I'm going to buy things that actually bring me value or things that I really do need. I don't need to wear something different every single day, even though I already wear the same thing every day. Next, holding grudges. Done. Let it go. If it doesn't serve me, I don't need it. I'm done hoarding because I keep, I love keeping things. There's a difference between keeping keepsakes and hoarding junk. I'm done hoarding junk. I'm done wasting time, um, wasting time doing all of these other things. I'm done arguing unless it's like a valuable argument that is essential. I don't need to have stupid arguments. What does that bring me and what does that bring the person I'm arguing with? Often nothing. Selfishness, done. Too much caffeine, done. Doubt. I'm done doubting myself and what I'm capable of. Junk food, procrastinating, victim mindset. I'm done thinking the world is out to get me. End of story. Living on autopilot. I want to drive my life. I want to lead my life and be in control. So that's out. I'm, I'm taking over. Fear, bad attitudes, disappointment. I'm always going to be let down and I don't have to let disappointment sit with me and rot with me forever. I'm done with my what ifs. I'm done with I'm not ready. I'm done with just being still all the time. I want to be active and moving. I'm done overthinking. I'm done needing control. I'm done making excuses. I'm done feeling guilty towards myself. I'm done with clutter. I'm done with the need to be right. I'm done with self-pity and I'm done with competition. All of that does not serve me. I am moving into 2024 without any of those things. And are they still going to arise in my life once in a while? Yes, but I'm going to be aware of them and I'm going to take them when they come and let them pass as soon as possible. And here's what's in for 2024. Cooking, creating, reading, moving, working, praying, communicating, conversating, flower bouquets, thrifting, writing. Did I write that twice? No. Taking photos, playing, romance, dates, volunteering, learning, loving, routine, hot tea, vulnerability, confidence, desire, sparkle, passion, purpose, God, nutrients, camping, talking to trees, ocean dips, goals, dreams, hard work, quality time, friendships, facing my fears, trying new things, saying no every once in a while, but saying yes even more, taking walks, spending time with my family, girl time, and me time. All of this is needed in 2024. And this is my favorite page of my journal that I've written so far because it just puts everything on paper. Because I, of course, I'm telling you guys, I wrote these lists out so freaking fast. Like it was just boom, 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 which means all of this was in my head at once. Each of those lists that I just read to you that took me probably five minutes to read, I wrote down in two minutes. That means I had all of that sitting and rotting in my brain. And once I put it on paper, it was like, wow. I can actually separate the two things that I need. Instead of having it all cluttered in there, I can separate what I don't want versus what I do want. Because when you see them all at once, it gets a little bit confusing to know what you want and what you're trying to get rid of. You feel me? Okay, 24 New Year's resolutions for 2024. I almost went back to my 2023 New Year's resolutions and read them and was gonna reapply them this year, 
but I decided not to. So if this is very similar as last year's, one, I don't know and I don't care. I needed to listen to myself here and now and give myself what she needed to hear for who she wants to be. Okay, resolution number one, find me again. Like figure out who I am. I think that this year and I think a lot of our years, we get so distracted by other people's lives and other people in our lives. Like me, for example, my best friend moved away. I spent a lot of time this year thinking about her. I fell in love this year. I've spent about nine months of my year focusing on someone else. I've been focused on my family, on my houses, on my work, but I have not focused on me the way that I used to and I haven't shown up for me the way that I used to. So I would like to find my sparkle again. I wanna find me and hopefully the rest of this list is going to lead me back to me. And I think that that should be at the top of everyone's list because trust me, with how much we consume and how much we talk to other people and we scroll, we probably don't know who we are right now, okay? Now the next one, quick intermission. My word of the year this year is consistency. It is my biggest struggle and has been my biggest struggle for my whole entire life. I am great at starting things. I am terrible at finishing them. And all I want for myself is to stick to a plan and to do things that I say I'm going to do. So that being my word of the year, my second New Year's resolution is to be consistent. I deserve to finish the things that I start. I deserve to focus on the things that I begin and I am going to work towards them. And it is going to be rewarding and I'm going to feel empowered and it's going to lead me down the right cycle and the way that I'm going to practice my consistency. And I read this or I listened to this somewhere, who knows when, but right now, if you're someone like me who really struggles with consistency, part of the reason why could be because your brain can't trust you, right? If you are someone who never follows through with the things you say you're going to do, whether that's, I'm going to go to the gym in an hour, or I'm going to leave half of this cookie for tomorrow. And you don't go to a gym in, you don't go to the gym in an hour, or you eat that cookie, or you say you're going to drink a whole water bottle and you barely touch it. If you've been doing that consistently for a long time, if you've been consistent with being inconsistent, your brain doesn't believe anything you say. So you are working off of straight up willpower to actually do those things. But we have the power. I think this was actually in Atomic Habits. I don't know. We have the power to retrain our mind. And you start with the very small things. Essentially, you narrate your life as you're doing it, okay? I'm going to take a sip of water. I'm going to start recording this podcast episode. I'm getting in the shower. I'm brushing my teeth. And you do it the second before you do the thing so that you are guaranteed that you're going to do the thing. Do you understand that? You have to start small in retraining your mind. And eventually your brain will start to believe you again. You'll rebuild that trust with yourself and with your mind and you will be more inclined to naturally do the things that you're going to say that you're going to do. Now, I've tested this out times before and it works well, but you have to stay, it's so funny, everything you have to stay consistent with, but it sucks when you're trying to stay consistent with the tools that are gonna make you more consistent. It's it's hard, it's hard out here with my ADHD, seven Enneagram people, like I feel you, I do. I just, I don't wanna say I wish I was someone else, but I often envy people who don't have this trait and who are just very good at getting things done. 
hear me out. The moms in our life deserve a spa day every single day. My mom is my rock star. She's the best ever and she prioritizes everybody but herself. I'm amazed at how much she can accomplish in one day. But something super cool is that this Mother's Day, you can make every day a spa day for all of the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. And let me just tell you right now, I use this duo every day. My skin has never felt softer and smoother and more amazing. But what it is, is a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers. It's the Undaria Allergy Body Oil and the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. And they both have the most incredible citrusy scent. And right now you can get an additional 10% off your first order with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. And listen, body care is self-care. So give your mom a chance to love herself and give herself the love that she deserves. Treat your mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code MOMENTS for 10% off. Quick intermission, thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. We all hold way too much heaviness on our shoulders, on our chest. We keep things in our mind that we need to release. And sometimes it feels like there's nobody in our life that we can release our feelings to. And that's why I am the world's number one advocate for therapy. I love going to therapy. It's honestly been too long since I've been but we're constantly carrying around so many big stresses and we keep it bottled up and it can affect us and the people around us so negatively. So I believe that going to therapy isn't only something that's good for you, but also good for the people around you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I want you to try BetterHelp. It is designed for you. It is designed online. You can connect with a therapist through a chat, through a video call, through a phone call. You can change therapists at no cost. It is made to be easy and affordable for you. It's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge, like I said. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash moments today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moments. Back to what I was saying. We're training our minds, okay? And we're getting consistent. We're going to do the things that we say we're going to do this year. Me and you both consistency is key in everything okay patience and consistency that's what you need new year's resolution number three i need to start writing again you need to start writing it changes your life every single time okay write for fun every time i record a podcast guys a freaking fire truck goes by which means poppy's up there listening anyways that's so cute don't know if you guys could hear it but Write for fun and for purpose. I cannot stress this enough and I don't wanna yell at you, but if you don't have a journal yet, if you don't have a journal, your number one New Year's resolution needs to be to journal. I value my journal time more than anything. And the whole second half of this year when I was struggling the most mentally, I did not once whip out my journal because I viewed it as such a chore and I forgot how much it helps me. And even if in the moment you're struggling with something, you write about it, it doesn't fix it. It might not make you feel better in the moment, but it is beautiful for when a year goes by for you to go back and read that journal entry and focus on how much you've grown. You need to get in touch with yourself and there is no better way to do it than by writing. I want you, as you're listening to this, if you didn't already whip out a journal, whip out your notes, whip out your Google Doc and write about your 2023, 
that's what I need you to do, okay? Write about all the ways you grew, all the ways you evolved, all the things that changed in your year, in your, can I speak? In your life this year and like reflect on who you were, who you are, and who you want to be. When we don't reflect on ourselves, we don't know who we're becoming and we're just turning into this little robot of all the media that we consume. And for me personally, that's a terrifying thought. I read it in Jay Shetty's book, Eight Rules of Love. I don't remember exactly how it was worded, but when we don't spend our time in solitude and we don't take the time to know ourselves, we become a bunch of other people because we are affected by what other people say we should do, by what other people like, what other people want to do and who they want to be and how much money they make. We don't know who we are to our core. We lose sight of our values, our morals, our things that we love personally because we haven't taken the time to look at those and to evaluate them and to put them at the foundation of ourself. We are just these like little rolling snowballs that just pick up something new from every single person that we pass. And I don't want to be that person. And you don't want to be that person. So my tip to that is to whip out a journal. To take the time that you dread being alone. To take the time that you spend scrolling on TikTok. And to just start writing. Write about your heartbreaks. Write about your friendship breakups. Write about the best memory you've ever had. The worst memory you've ever had. And just write. Oftentimes when we write, so many things come to the surface that we didn't know we're hiding deep down in there and and I mean that I sometimes write and it sounds like a bunch of five-year-old gibberish and other times I write and I swear it could be in a Shakespeare play or something because it is just or in a Taylor Swift song because it's so deep and it's so real and I'm like where did that even come from I've never used a metaphor like that in my life and then all of a sudden you're crying and you've healed a little bit of your childhood trauma that you didn't even know you subconsciously had get a journal And also, if you're someone who doesn't know where to start when it comes to journaling, I have spent the past two years writing a guided journal, and it's actually insane for me to tell you. I mean, you guys know now, hopefully, if you don't. I've been spending the last two years writing a published... Wait, can I speak? Literally, what is wrong with me? I'm so distracted. My guided journal launches in April, and you can pre-order it now, and it has not just prompts, but also affirmations to help you get through whatever it is that you're going through, but also to help you understand yourself at a deeper level and to know who you are at your core. All I've ever wanted to do with this platform and with my life since I was 13 is to help people feel less alone and to help people feel more understood and to inspire people in some way, shape, or form. And I've done it, I think, in many ways now through these different platforms, through my TikTok, my Instagram, my podcast, And my goal is to only continue doing it more. But this journal is my prized possession because journaling was something I used to keep very personal because it is personal. And now I've opened this door to the whole world to do the same thing and to get as real and personal as I did with myself, with themselves and go through the pain it causes, but then the healing that it brings and the peace that it brings. So please, if you want to pre-order my journal, I would really love it. Didn't mean to do like a self promo in there but considering how passionately I feel about journaling and how excited I am that I've created this I'm actually really proud to tell you about it see this is what I'm saying like my therapist told me that I'm always trying to justify why I'm doing things or why I'm proud of things and especially with my job because as like a quote-unquote influencer I've just been hated on for what I do forever which I totally get and I totally understand but here I am doing it again she's like you don't have to justify what you do 
You know the intentions that you have when you do this job and that's all you need to know. You don't need to clarify to people that it is a job or that it's hard or that it's purposeful. You know that in your heart. So just be proud of yourself and stand up for yourself and talk with dignity, you know? So I'm working on that. So go pre-order my journal. I'm really proud of it and I think that it's going to change your life hopefully the same way that these prompts have changed my life. My fourth prompt, our New Year's resolution. Keep talking to God every day. Every night, Gabe and I pray, and we've been doing this for the past couple weeks, and it's a very beautiful thing to do together. We pray silently and individually, but we hold hands and we do it at the same time, which is beautiful. It's, it's a great way for us both to separate all the distractions and to just like be together, but doing something meaningful and purposeful. And Gabe and I have both been working on our relationship with God and with our faith, and I always have such a hard time talking about religion because the way that I view my religion and my Christianity and my relationship with Jesus has been criticized for as long as I can remember, which makes it very hard for me to want to talk about it because I feel so strongly and passionately about my personal relationship with Jesus. And every time I try to open the door and share the way that I connect with Jesus with other people, it is often criticized by other people who also have a relationship with Jesus, which is just a bummer because all I want to do is be someone who encourages you to love other people and to open your heart to maybe God or maybe Jesus or maybe faith or wherever you want to start. Like I'm right there with you and I hear you and I grew up Christian and I've seen a lot of the good and the bad that Christianity can have. And I don't know if you're listening to this and you want to start your relationship or come a little bit closer to God, just start by prayer. I think that's a beautiful way to do it. Start by gratitude and prayer and just understand that you are loved by someone much bigger than us, someone who created us from his heart. And I, I'm going to move on because I don't want you to get straight away by how much this is about religion because I know the feeling sometimes. We're going to move on. But my personal New Year's resolution is to spend more time with God and to allow him into my heart and into my life and into the words I share without the fear of what others are going to have to say. My next one, number five, show up for yourself. Sorry, that's my refrigerator. It's making ice. We're recording in the kitchen today. (laughs) Disregard, show up for yourself. If you want to be a better version of you, you have to show up as her, and this is such a big one, okay? If you want to be a better person and you're not showing up as that person, how do you expect to ever become that person? And that's really all I have to say for that one. But this also goes back to writing again and talking to God and staying consistent and finding me. Every resolution ties together. And it could all go under one big umbrella of evolving, essentially. Be the person that you want to be. Be a role model to others. Be a role model to yourself. Stay open-minded listen to your heart and your body and your mind and just show up for you which leads me into number six which is also for me this year I really want to show up for the people that I love and I think that this is something that I do to the best of my ability but I only I let my stresses and my overwhelm and my crazy life get in the way of the time I make for people that I love I want to call my grandparents more I want to have deep conversations with my mom that aren't about work I want to 
connect with my best friend and I want to know exactly what she does every single day at her job and I want my boyfriend to feel loved and listened to and understood and even when I'm stressed and he does something that maybe makes that stress a little bit worse I want to know why he did what he did because usually it is out of the purest intentions and I'm the one who just like takes everything personally or always has a problem because I'm always stressed now I sound stressed even just explaining this but I want to step out of my own body sometimes step out of my crazy life and be there for people that matter because it is a beautiful thing to have a shoulder to cry on and I think it's an even more beautiful thing thing to be a shoulder to cry on and I'm just gonna show up in whatever way that may mean I'm gonna do my best in 2024 to show up for me and for others number seven I need to reconnect with my career goals and who I want to be and what my purpose is and what my passions are. I think that this year, while I gained so many incredible things like love and connection with friends and family and my love of my life, I lost sight of my work. And looking back on this year, probably was for the better. I needed to learn that I can take a break from my work and I can put my phone down at night and I don't have to constantly be growing or reaching more people. That being said, that can still be important to me. So this year I am going to set more career goals and I'm going to focus on growing, not just like the numbers, but reaching more people and and standing up for myself and being proud of what I do and being proud to share what I do and being proud to share the things that I know and the things that I'm learning and being okay with not being great at exactly what it is that I do right now. You feel me? I don't need to be ashamed of my work or my passion and so often I am. And I think partially because my life's been criticized for the past four years by random people on the internet, that's definitely a factor, but like I'm not gonna blame them. I'm gonna blame me. If I wanna do it, I can do it and I don't need to let other people have an opinion on who I am or who I'm becoming. So my career this year, we're taking over. And in a way that you can, you can relate that exact same thing to your life, okay? If you have been not prioritizing your work and you want to, do it. Or maybe this year it's the opposite for you to do what I did this past year. Realize that work doesn't always have to come number one or number two or number three or even number 10. Work can sometimes come last. And I'm not talking financially here. I know that we all need to work because we all have bills to pay. But I'm, think, I'm, I'm talking about... If you are someone in a line of work where you are spending a little bit too much time focusing on your work versus focusing on your real life, okay? Help yourself create that balance. Moving on, and I think this also has to go more so for people who have come to the career that they're going to ideally stick with for the rest of their life. If you're working at, like, let's say Abercrombie or something, and that's not something that you want to do your whole life, that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. What I'm trying to say here. Let me, let me backtrack myself for a second. If you are in your line of work that you plan on sticking with for the rest of your life, make sure that you are creating that work-life balance, okay? End of story. As always, this is number eight. I am prioritizing play and fun and connection and hobbies and just staying young in my heart. Like, I can be 23 tomorrow. Guys, my birthday's tomorrow. Wow. My birthday's tomorrow. I can be 23 on the surface, but I can be five deep down and I can love life and I can be naive and I can be innocent and I can find joy in jumping in a puddle 
and I can find joy in eating a cookie or a cake pop, I deserve to be young and I deserve to have that wonder and that awe that little children get to have because no one should be able to take that away from me. And that is why I always prioritize play and fun because I truly believe that when you play and when you have fun, you are a better version of yourself. You work harder, you're happier, you glow from the inside out and I will take that to the grave, okay? Number nine for me, this one you can alter however you'd like, I'm done drinking, okay? I'm gonna dr drastically, drastically, I can't say that word, Lisette always makes fun of me, cut off, cut out how much I drink or how much gluten I eat because those are two things that not only physically don't agree with me, but mentally do not do well in my brain. We've talked about alcohol, okay? And I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna drink on my birthday. I'm gonna be hammered tomorrow probably. But that's a very special occasion where I just want to let go and have freaking fun and I will pay the consequences. But I don't need to do that all the time. And I don't need to drink just to be in a social setting. I don't need to drink to be more fun. I am good enough without alcohol. And same thing with gluten. That one's going to be a lot harder than the drinking because your girl loves bread. But it doesn't do well with me and it makes me feel horrible and it makes my skin bad and it makes me extremely inflamed and my inflammation levels are through the roof but moving on you don't need to know about that i'm supposed to be giving you new year's resolutions ideas number 10 self-care every day okay movement stretching sauna lotion oil pulling skincare clean food positive affirmations everything journaling all of these things that are on my New Year's resolutions are forms of self-care, but self-care does deserve its own because I need to move my body. We need to stretch our bodies. We spend half of our days, we spend all of our days staring at our phone, sitting at a computer, sitting at a desk. Our bodies are going to rot before the age of 30. Lisette's already complaining about her back hurting and her hips hurting. I'm like, girl, we need to stretch. We need to move. We need to walk around. These are the things that don't matter now because we're so young and they don't affect us. But the older we get, like the way that our society is and the way that we spend so much time just sitting and doing nothing, we're going downhill and it's going downhill fast. And you might be able to handle it right now, but it's going to hurt later on. So let's be proactive and move and stretch and go in the sauna and just like take care of ourselves, okay? And do yoga and talk kindly to ourselves and write in our journals. And let's move perfectly into number 11. I'm dropping the negative self-talk. You are dropping the negative self-talk. Guys, we are not spending this next year being terrible to ourselves and being unkind and being terrible. Think about the people that you despise the most. I'm not gonna say hate, but the people who treat you horribly or treat your friends horribly. You don't wanna be that person and you don't wanna be that person to yourself. You are just as important as anyone else you're as important as your best friend and think about the way that you would talk to her do not talk to yourself like an enemy be your own teammate okay the next one go outside touch grass you deserve to be connected to nature to mother earth she heals us she holds us tight and she takes care of us we need to take care of her and we need to talk to her and i will always say this okay talk to the sun and talk to the trees and you can talk to god through them so another thing I'm criticized for a lot is like saying that I can't talk to nature if I'm a Christian. We're not even going to get into that conversation. You do what works for you. End of story. Um, go outside, roll in the sand, jump in the ocean, freeze your butt off outside, play in the snow. Just be outside more, okay? 
volunteer at every chance you get put yourself to the side and go shine that light that you have within you and shine it with other people okay when you fulfill other people and you bring other people joy i hope that you recognize it has the power to bring you the same joy okay practice i'm gonna go through the rest of them pretty quick practice saving money budgeting for your future making reasonable purchases this is one that is so difficult for me but i'm working on it i'm trying my best 15 scroll less consume less compare less a lot of these kind of tie together like i've said a million thousand times we don't need to be judging our lives and comparing our lives to other people everybody's social media even mine where i literally cry on the internet is a highlight reel the things that i go through in my head are sometimes so dark and scary that I can't even fathom putting them into words because I don't even know how to feel them. You feel me? So so stop comparing, okay? I don't care that that person got a Gucci ring for Christmas. You don't need one. You don't need one. And, and you don't have to worry, okay? I promise. Meditate, do yoga, teach yoga, practice our breath work, guys. We need to connect with our bodies. We need it. I'm saying these so strongly and I'm emphasizing them so much because, because I, I just need a few, I, someone needs to yell these in my face. So I'm here to do that for you. Work on, wait, I need to pause this because my camera is about to run out of storage. Hold on. A little intermission. I get ecstatic to read you guys this ad because Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to mascara and makeup for years now. So getting to be able to tell you about them is truly a dream come true. One thing that I absolutely love about Thrive is that they have clean, skin-loving ingredients and their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. You guys know if you follow me anywhere, but just listening to the podcast, makeup isn't my strongest suit, but I do love to play around with it and Thrive makes it so simple. And another thing that amazes me about Thrive is that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products to fund and help communities thrive which is so beautiful and they also have an infinity waterproof eyebrow liner which is so cool you can get your eyebrows looking exactly how you need them to and then go jump in the pool but my most favorite other than their mascara which is my top tier thrive cosmetics product it's like a liquid lash extensions mascara it's tubing it is i wear it in the water it doesn't make me look like a raccoon or a panda. It is incredible. But they also have this brilliant eye brightener that you can use as highlighter. You can use it in your inner corner. I have always used it as my inner corner and it is the best. So refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com moments. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U, s-e-m-e-t-i-c-s dot com slash moments for 10% off your first order okay i'm back sorry i was looking at how the time was running out on there and it was making me speed things up a little bit too much we need to connect to our bodies we need to connect to our nervous system and we need to recognize the power of a little bit of breath work just a little bit of hearing your own breath paying attention to the little things makes a humongous difference in in everything that we feel and that that's that on that okay and do some yoga do some yoga you might not be a yoga teacher i personally need to get back into teaching yoga because it is single-handedly the thing that brought me to you guys right now having this conversation and i i really would like to connect to that little version of me once again but do yoga do yoga and, and not for the physical benefits i'm talking for the intentional mindfulness benefits of yoga next work on time management okay 
I am someone who really struggles with it. I have an extremely hard time staying focused and managing my time properly. Even in this podcast, like I was told, telling myself that I was going to record it like four hours before I actually ended up recording it because I forgot how much goes into recording an episode and I had to charge my camera and I just want to be better at managing my time overall. And we all should. Okay, number 18, reflect more. This goes back to journaling. You deserve to reflect on past versions of yourself, current versions of yourself, reflect on your friendships, your relationships with your parents, with your grandparents, with your siblings, with your long distance friends, with your norm, with your close friends. More reflection means more improvement and more understanding. And anytime we reflect, we notice, we improve, we are making our relationships better and longer lasting and a million times healthier. And again, this also goes for relationships with yourself. 19. This one it might be more personal. I, I don't know if this is something that like only I do, but a lot of the times I will say yes to every opportunity to travel and that's great, but sometimes it kills my mental health because when I'm out of routine, I go a little bit insane. And part of that is my own fault, but another part of that is just because I have a chemical imbalance in my brain. It is very hard for me to stay focused on myself and heal. Every day for me is a constant effort to be happy, which sounds way sadder than it actually is. But essentially, I have to work to feel good. And that's okay. And it's, I, it's something I've accepted and I'm not, I'm not mad about it. It has also taught me to be grateful and appreciative of every single detail on this earth because I have to be. And it's beautiful. That being said, I say yes to every opportunity to travel for work or for myself and I want to be more mindful about when I'm traveling and why and where. One, for the environment and two, for my own sanity. I want to see the world, yes, but I also want to feel okay. I do. Next one, which leads kind of nicely after what I just said. Gratitude and awareness and appreciation. More of it always. Now, I think that I was saying this in the podcast or I was saying it. I made a video to myself to watch next year. It was like 40 minutes long. So I think my brain's a little confused on how many things in different places I've said today. But I want to be the person that is obnoxiously obsessed with life. I want to romanticize every detail. I want to look for four-leaf clovers in a pile of weeds. I want to love the weeds because it brings the bees and then the bees bring the flowers and all that jazz. And I want to be mindful of every bite of food I put into my body and I want to practice gratitude towards it and I want to feel the toes between my sand. The toes between my sand. The sand between my... I give up, guys. I want to feel... The sand between my toes. I want to feel the ocean splash in my hair. I want to jump in the ocean at every chance I get, whether that means I have to wash my hair or not. I want to be mindful of all of the things that my body does, and I want to appreciate it, and I want to be grateful for every conversation I get to have with my grandparents, even if it drives me insane. I want to appreciate every fight I have with my boyfriend because it means we're growing closer. I want to just be grateful and appreciative of everything this life has to offer, even the hardest parts, even when I spend days in tears, I want to be grateful for that. And I want to do it unapologetically. And I don't care if it's embarrassing. And I don't care if it's cheesy or chuggy or whatever words that people use. Like, I don't care. I am grateful to be alive because being alive is a gift. And 
that's really all I have to say about that. Be grateful, okay? I just think there's this weird stigma that like some people are just too positive and too happy and I I could get where you're coming from. I'm not saying just be obnoxiously happy all the time. I'm saying to be obnoxiously grateful for the fact that you are capable of hurting. Does that make any sense? Probably not. Moving on, be hopeful and positive and have faith. I told you guys, I'm done with doubt and this year I am prioritizing hope and positivity and faith. I'm not gonna be sad or stressed. I'm going to let life happen and I'm going to trust the process. I'm gonna put in the work to get there but I also just am gonna trust because it will all make sense one day. 22. Rise with the sun as often as possible. No sleeping in, no going to bed so late. Rise with the sun, talk to the sun, look at the sun, and jump in the ocean. If you're not near a beach, you could still go outside. The sun is everywhere. And even if it's not out directly, just go be outside with the clouds. 23. Make a jar of sticky notes with all the good things that happened to you this year. Like every week, I think I saw this on a TikTok. Or Lisette saw it and showed it to me. Anyways, every single week I want to go through the really beautiful things that happened to me this week. Whether it's something that Gabe said to me or something special that I did for myself. Or a moment with my brother that I appreciated. I'm going to write it down and I'm going to fill this jar with memorable moments of 2024. And by the time we get to the end of 2024, I'm going to go back and read all of those things and I'm going to reflect on them. And as I've said 50 million times in this episode... Reflection is powerful and it is beautiful and it is something that so many of us skip through in our life. But we need to reflect on our memories, on our conversations, on ourselves. And I just think it's a beautiful way to show your gratitude and to remember good things that happen. Because I know that it often is a lot easier to remember the hard things and a lot easier to forget the mundane details that make up a beautiful life, you know? And number 24. The last one is to be peaceful and calm and intentional with my night routines. I want to spend more time. Here I go. This word again needs to be, it needs my, my two words of 2024 need to be reflection and consistency because I wrote reflect on my day, be intentional about my tomorrow, talk and pray and be. It is so easy. So many people spend the end of their night watching a show, scrolling on TikTok. I am grateful that I haven't done this actually. And I think that's why I wrote this down because I have spent most of my nights in the past five months that I've been living with Gabe off of my phone for at least 20 minutes before we go to bed and we talk and we connect and it has been very valuable not just to my evenings but also to my life in general because I've separated myself from my phone and I I I sound stupid when I say that but we're all addicted to our phones genuinely and we all need to separate from them so what I'm doing for myself is at night no phones no tomorrow I am just focusing on, what was I saying? Guys, two people just drove past my house and were like pointing at my car. That was super weird. Okay. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to be intentional with my nights. I'm going to either read or have a conversation about my day. And I want to talk about the things I did. And I want to build my connections and make them stronger with myself and meditate. I just want to have peaceful and calm evenings because I think that will set me up for a better next day. And... I've been talking your ear off for how long now? 43 minutes. We got a nice long episode. But I hope that there is at least a couple of those things that you can take with you into your next year. And I hope that I can be a nice little reminder for you that 
New Year's resolutions are a great thing and it's a beautiful opportunity. And even if you didn't make them yet and even if you don't have time to make them today or tomorrow, just at some point soon, try to set a few goals for yourself. I had to force Lisette to make New Year's resolutions and I bet she's glad she did now. But please, just set some goals for yourself. Some mental goals, physical goals, whatever it may be. Just something that you can one day look back and here goes the word again, reflect on, okay? I am praying that this year is full of light and joy and happiness and beautiful memories and success and financial freedom and whatever it is that you're looking for and connection and love and I'm repeating all the same words again. I hope it's a good year for you. And I know that it's going to be beautiful because you are going to make it beautiful and I believe in you and I love you and I'm proud of you and I can't believe we get to spend another year together and I just want to thank you guys for being a part of everything this past year and yeah. I can't wait to see where we go next year. Hopefully in the right direction, moving moving rocks and making milestones. Okay. I love you. Thanks for listening to the Moments Podcast. Goodbye. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.